This is an explicit podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the Comedy Podcast. This is number 177 of the Comedy Podcast coming to you on Thursday, 17th, June 2021. I'm your host, Harith Akama, welcoming you, people of all kinds. I roast everybody, I don't give a shit. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, past past sexual experiences that I've remembered. Hopefully, I'll get rid of, uh, I'll go through the backlog of the listener questions I have, all pee-pee touching stuff. To start off with, uh, let me tell you a bit about my day, man. I had a healthy lunch, you know. Uh, lots of, uh, it was like a salad thing with rice, lots of veggies, fruits, nuts and all that. It was quite nutritious, but uh, here's the problem with salads. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate, okay? I drowned that shit in dressing. In this case, it was salted egg yolk sauce. I'm not sure what salted egg yolk is made of, except for salt and egg yolk. I'm sure there's other stuff. All I'm trying to say is I think the other stuff is not necessarily healthy, you know? Salted egg yolk sauce tastes fucking amazing. In this uh, particular case, it, it, it tasted like crack. As like That's how good it was. So freaking delicious. To the extent that I got a double serving of the sauce. And uh, yeah, so delicious, addictive. And it made the entire dish so freaking good. But therein lies the problem. I'm not sure if uh, the way that I did it was the right thing to do or if it was the smart thing to do. Because, you know, I'm trying to be healthy here, but I'm drowning it in all the sauce. So, you know, it's almost like, what's the point? That shit has so much calories and oil and fats. It's just negating the point of eating healthy in the first place it's kind of like i thought it's kind of like i felt like i was saving myself for marriage you know my virginity then uh, i get married and i have like anal double penetration like what's the point you know (laughs) yeah but uh maybe maybe having all those vegetables man i get the nutrients from there don't i them good old vitamins, the minerals, so maybe some extra fat uh, might not be such a bad thing. Because what's the other option? I get a spicy chicken McDeluxe, a large set, I am going with Coke for lunch. That's not really nutritious, is it? Probably more calories as well than salted egg yolks. So, eh, maybe it's a step, I don't know. Maybe double anal penetration is not the most sinful thing ever. But I'm... I attended a couple of meat sales meetings today. People were trying to sell me shit. I'm looking, I'm on the market for uh, software to help me better manage my company, right? But today, man, I realized something about myself. I'm a very direct person, straight to the point kind of human being. I don't like to waste time. But you know the nature of meetings, right? There's a lot of faffing about it and I don't like it. I hate meetings. I learned today, I really do. The issue, right, is this. It's simple. People have to like... People like to have one-hour meetings. It really sucks. I feel like I'm dying in those meetings. You know, presentations especially make me feel like killing myself. No, thank you. Like, why Why do you have to give me a long and boring introduction about who you are and what your cup... Just do, say it in 10 seconds. This is what we sell. That's it. I really do not give a fuck about you or your company get to the fucking point i just want to know what you're giving and what's the price that's all i care about not that 30 years ago in 1990 my papa started this company by selling his last goat as a down payment for a loan fuck off 
Screw that. I don't want to fucking hear it. Especially from Zoom. These days, I'm attending all my meetings on Zoom and I'm having... Have, it takes them like a proper 20 minutes to get the screen share to fucking start. This is the second time I attended a meeting where people didn't know how to... You're selling me a fucking software shit, but you can't figure out how to screen share. Are you fucking kidding me? Then you talk about goat selling. The screen, I think, just uh, reduces my attention span, I think. It's like when I'm on the screen... I have the attention span of a TikTok video. Simple. And I think a lot of people are the same. I think a lot of people can relate to me. So if this is me being a 26-year-old fuck, having no patience uh, with my gadgets, with people talking in the gadgets, just wonder, you know, what are the kids fucking going through with the online classes in Zoom? I have a feeling hardly any education is going on out there. I think these classes should be reduced to like question and answer sessions. And instead of doing those classes, I think the lecturers would better spend their time maybe. I mean, this is just a general suggestion, producing their own videos, like a lecture series where they make it fun, interactive. Maybe they can hire people to put subtitles so it helps students like stay engaged. You know, they're watching all that Netflix all the time. They turn on the English closed captions, Right. And maybe they can make it like really uh, educational, put up like uh, like like picture cues in the middle of the videos. Like, you know, those uh, educational YouTube documentaries. Man, if you guys are in business and if you if you hold your classes like this, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you'll go much farther. Fuck lectures as well, you know? Like uh, we lectures would, could be just for special occasions. Instead, what you do is you make like a lecture series of like uh, like online videos where they where you produce it before the thing even starts, you watch it. Yeah, I just have a feeling that's better. And then like for uh, when the exam period starts, you 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 start a TikTok account of like like summaries of all the <laughs> summaries of all the topics. You know, you jam pack as much information as you can into one to three minute videos. I, I think that could fucking work. Yeah, I, I'm in education, so maybe I could like have a look and have a think about implementing all the things that I was talking about. Thinking about my, my lady Taylor. I, I think I don't tell her I miss her enough. I'm just one of those people. Just, um, I've, uh, just one and a half weeks to go till this lockdown is over. I don't know if they're going to extend or not. And I have no idea whether extending it would be a good idea. I'm not a, I'm not a science guy. <laughs> but this is legit the longest time apart that I've been from her in our entire two years of knowing each other. Mm -hmm. the, the longest, I think, was two weeks in the first um, proper lockdown. Just two weeks I didn't see her. And at that time when we could finally meet up again. She was so sensitive to my touch. You know what I mean? She hasn't been touched in a while. So the moment I kissed her forehead, man, that was enough to make her sort of have a mini orgasm. I just kind of kiss her forehead, maybe like lick her ear, just a little bit, kiss her cheek. Just doing that and she would already like be going like, oh, oh. <laughs> if the sex is stale, Wait a while. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. So now it looks like we're going to be separated for a month, which is a long time. I suspect, you know, now 
that if I ever see her again, she'll be like super extra fucking sensitive to my touch. I could just blow on her face like, a, and then like I can get like a water slide reaction from her pussy. Excited for that. I love fucking a wet pussy. The fun thing about her is uh, she leaks everywhere when she comes. You know what I mean? And when she's having an orgasm, it's not just her vagina that's squirting out the juices. Um, it's also her eyes. She starts crying. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I think it's just the intensity of the experience for her. She cries during the orgasm. So I don't, I'm, I'm planning for this, you know. I'm going to make sure I hydrate her before I even look at her. <laughs> Bring a box of uh, Gatorade. Uh, yeah, I think that's a win-win. Because not only will she have the hydration, but she'd have the energy to ride, ride, ride my dick. Some uh, some Cardi B shit. Fun. Obscene, but fun. Um, that, that makes me think back to... Yeah, I just remembered that there was this Indian girl who I used to hook up with. She was a virgin at the time, yeah, but she sh- she regularly shaved her pussy, right? But uh, here's the weird thing. She shaved it, but it was kind of weird. She only shaved the front part, you know, the part facing you, you know, the area where the pelvic bone is. She only shaved that part, but the area under there, you know, between the legs and around the lips, it was kind of full-on bush. So if you want a visual of what that's like, like picture a typical Malay beard where there's hardly any face on the hair under the lip area, but then under the chin, there's a lot of hair. (laughs) It was like I was making out with an ustad. Oh God. It was like smooth sailing for a second on top. Then I go down and the bushy tropics. Maybe she didn't know how to clean that area properly. She was a virgin after all. So it had a bit of a must, a musty smell. Virgin girl. Also, she never had like her clit touched by any other guy before, right? So because no one's touched her there, she doesn't know how to make sexy noises, sexy sounds, you know, that kind of thing. She doesn't know how to get into a sensual mood. So the moment I touched her clit, Instead of sounding sexy, like, oh, mm, like a lot of women do, she made like an old man breathing sound. It was like, <laughs> which to be honest, creeped me the fuck out. But at the same time, I got to be understanding. You know what I mean? Uh, we didn't hook up for long, not very often. Maybe, maybe it was my fault. When she tried to give me a blowjob, it was really bad. It was like an incredibly light touch. Like I did very light touch, but with like lots of moisture. So I hardly felt anything on my dick. Like it just felt like imagine fucking a giant jello shot thing. I, I that that's what it felt like. Kind of tickled. Uh, just creepy and unsexy experience all year round. I was probably not being sexy myself, uh, so I'm not going to blame her 100%. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'll i just blame myself 100%. I didn't know how to inspire her to to like uh, be her sexy self. I guess that's why we didn't hook up much. We didn't even get to do it full on because uh, I guess I just didn't prep her enough you know i didn't make her excited enough to do that with me she said no and i was like okay that's fine i was a lot younger back then so yeah my bad 
but probably for the best uh maybe maybe fucking this uh, Malay Bangla fuck uh, might not have been the best first experience for her maybe she should get one of those tantric Indian Kama Sutra sex gods that might be way better for her I don't know man I don't know why I was such a simp back then I didn't I wanted her to shave the lips part as well but uh, I, I never had the balls to ask I guess but in hindsight, uh, maybe that's what I was feeling at the time. But now thinking back, like, who am I to like tell a woman how to shave her? <laughs> nah, you could just you could just ask nicely, right? I'm sure you can. That's what I love about the hoes. That I make this point again and again. You don't tell them shit; they just make it nice and pretty and presentable for you. Give you the nice landing strip. Although I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I watched uh, a lot of Japanese porn growing up, but. I I found out that I don't mind the full on bush at all. Like it it's it looks maybe not as pretty, but I still find it a little bit hot. I don't know why. Maybe I associate it with Japanese porn. Maybe I just like the way it looks. I don't mind the musty smell either. <laughs> you know the musty smell, the musty vagina smell. That as long as it's not like too full on sweaty or dirty. Like I I kinda like the smell. And the best part is like when you're when you're inside her and you feel a bit of the hair like brushing against your pubic area. Uh, it feels kind of nice and soft. <laughs> comfortable almost. A uh, very comfortable sort of tickling sensation. Will my children ever listen to this? <laughs> so I like it shaved. I like a landing strip. I like the full-on bush. I like all of it. What I appreciate most is variety, I guess. So just different, different shapes. So, you know, when you're with one person for a long time, things can get stale after a while. So what you can do to fight that is to take long breaks from pee-pee touching. Or the other thing you can do is just um, maybe uh, shave differently. <laughs> uh, you can like vajazzle. Have you heard of vajazzling? It's what strippers do to make their pussies look pretty. I think like they, they stick like diamonds on it and then like temporary ink. Henna, could you henna vaginas? I'm just going to Google real quick henna vagina. Maybe I'll post it on my Instagram story. Images. Wow. It looks pretty cool, guys. You can henna your vagina. Looks quite hot. What I like is like you can pretend to be a hoe for a while. But it's temporary, so it'll be gone the next day. Lovely. All right, where am I? Uh, Got to close the tab in case Papa comes into my room. All right, this is a good time to do some uh, podcast advertising. Hey, you beautiful fucks. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, you want to help me grow, the best thing you can do is just recommend this podcast to a friend. Why the fuck not, eh? The better, better, best thing you can do is just take a screenshot of this episode right here, upload it onto your Instagram story. And you can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. Would really appreciate that. It makes a huge, a huge difference. You have no idea. While you are there, feel free to submit your listener questions. I am going to tackle a fuck ton today, hopefully. You can ask me about romantic stuff, pee-pee touching, horny stuff. Uh, do you have personal problems that you think I'm wise enough to tackle? Because you have no money for therapy. Did you see a funny article you want me to discuss on the podcast? Whatever it is, man, you just want to chat, say hi. 
feel free to DM me at the comedy podcast underscore. Looking forward to your question, you beautiful fuck. And now back to the episode. You guys remember that Arab guy that I pissed off a while back? Uh, yeah, I, I saw something from him, from his TikTok that made me like lol a bit. But before that, I just had this thought. You know, I called I called uh, the, the people who are being racist to me Arab fucks, right? And uh, I remember the comments being so pressed, like, how can you call us Arab fucks? Like, why, why are you so fucking sensitive, man? Grow a pair, don't be a bitch. I'll admit right now that I was being a bitch in that video by complaining about facing racism. Fine. But the I, but to be fair, I wasn't really complaining. What I was doing is just using it to make comedic effect. People were the idea was making people laugh at the accent. you get back on the other side of the counter, you know, that kind of thing. And it worked. I got some a uh, bunch of people to laugh. Uh, thousands of people liked that video. So yeah, I just had a thought, man. Some people are so so pressed, so sensitive. I'm just like, it just turns me fucking off. I can't even call you Arab fucks. Everyone's a fuck on this podcast. Malay fucks, Chinese fucks, Indian fucks. So fuck you, firstly. Secondly, uh, this guy... Oh, by the way, I don't hate this guy. I think he's a bit weird. I think he's very weird, like toxic masculinity kind of weird. Uh, that <laughs> I'm one to talk, right? Anyway, there was this, uh, he was sharing a tweet that he tweeted on his, uh, he tweeted a tweet, screenshot that he put on his TikTok. He basically said, um, he was retelling the story of his friend who bought, who went to a restaurant one time and was disrespected by the manager, right? And then that guy got so pissed that he bought the entire restaurant just so he could fire the manager, it was like framed to be some sort of boss shit, you know, like, look at this guy. He's such a boss. That's how you be a boss. You fire people who are rude to you. You buy the entire business. I read the comment section. Everyone's like, wow, what a king. This is some boss shit. Wow. And then, But then when I think about the circumstances of the entire situation and you really reflect on it, I, it just comes across to me as some insecure loser shit. You know what I mean? That guy who was quote-unquote disrespected by the manager, let's assume that that's true. Fine, that was his experience. Let's not deny it. That manager was a dick. And this guy let that manager live in his mind rent-free. How sad do you have to be, bro? That you took the time and financial resources, man. You just gnawed at him until he felt like he had to do something and spend a fuck ton just to show that guy that he had some power. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you, I have the power. It has the same energy as like kindergartners fighting and squabbling. You know, I just I just found it weird. That's that's the definition of revenge for these people. The fact that they have to get revenge in the first place, that yeah, it it just doesn't rub well with me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That that so that's that. I'm going to take the time to tackle some of these uh, listener questions. Uh, this one's kind of crazy. The first one, hold on. Technical issues. Uh, I'm having a technical issue. Okay, so uh, the my listener shared a world of buzz story. Trigger warning. This article mentions assault and acts of sexual deviance that some may find unsettling. Viewer discretion is, is advised. Recently, a 26-year-old woman, Kirchen, 
took to her Facebook to speak up about the months of mental torture and sexual abuse she had to endure when she took up a new job at a new dance academy. Bad signs. <laughs> a man who owns a dance academy. Not all, but probably a lot of them are sexual deviants. In the 12 minute and 54 second video, Kirchen, I hope I'm saying that name right, who is a full-time dance instructor, revealed how her boss at a new academy verbally abused her and violated her privacy, which led to sexual harassment. Speaking to World of Buzz, Kirchen said she would like to create awareness of the abuses she had to endure and wishes that all women and men would think, uh, women and men would learn a thing or two from her experience. All right. So I'm going to read the, the captions and the pictures. It's really shocking. Call me master bitch. 26-year-old woman exposes boss for allegedly sexually harassing her. He used, he say he used about 100k for this academy. Okay, so the boss, uh, the boss invested 100,000 ringgit, not a small amount of money. He says better have someone who is from broken family. He was looking for employees with broken families. Uh, this is the, this is the thing, man. Um, because people in the media are like, you know, girls with daddy issues are easy. Uh, which in my opinion, right, I found is not exactly, not necessarily the case. Uh, maybe I need to see some data, data analysis by professionals about this. But in my anecdotal experience, I knew tons of like Christian-y, prudish people who are hard, who are difficult to get into bed because I tried <laughs> Uh, but they had, they had daddy issues. So there you go. Next picture. Oh, computer, don't freeze on me now. Installing, installing. Uvalas, uvalas and um, uteruses. Hi, Kirchen. Would also like to share, since we are moving on to the next phase, please do keep our Zoom meetings and WhatsApp conversation confidential. Not a good sign. Best to have Zoom meeting alone in your room. <laughs> Not a good sign. <laughs> to make sure the exchange of information is always kept private. She replied, yes, no problem. I always alone when I'm meeting with you. Why you reply that? That's just going to get him excited. <laughs> As mentioned, uh, this is what the boss is WhatsApping her now, okay? As mentioned, make it a habit to greet your master every morning when you wake up. Okay. <laughs> Do any of you text your boss every day first thing in the morning? Inform your master whenever you're going somewhere or do something. Example, going shopping, going tuition, going bathing, eating, etc. <laughs> He's just going to chuck the bathing in the middle, huh? And inform when you are going to sleep. Understand, bitch? Whoa. <laughs> Understand, bitch. This guy, man. I understand talking to this with your talking like this with your partner as fat part of some foreplay, but this is ridiculous. I think he hasn't heard of the Me Too movement. Have you emailed the above? Would like to prepare from my end. Thank you. Good evening, she replied, and I don't know why she did it. Good evening, master. Probably gave him a boner when she said that. The CV I'm still doing it. Latest can send you by tonight. And the boss replies. Sure, good girl. Since I need to communicate more with you, can you share to me your current Monday to Sunday daily schedule so I don't wait too long for your reply when I expect one? Oh, fuck the entitlement here. Will be helpful to manage both our time. Be a good slave and get, in get it done for your master, okay? Blush emoji. This is peak capitalism. 
plus uh, toxic masculinity right here. This guy is the feminist nightmare. <laughs> oh my God. Be a good slave and get it done for your master. Uh, doesn't this... Mm, okay, anyway. Make sure you keep yourself full and healthy for your dream, huh? Okay. She says, actually, this is kind of, this kind of training a little bit extreme for me. It even involved my privacy. I'm not comfortable with this. Hi, Kachin. I will explain further to you when we chat. Thanks for letting me know your comfort level. You will understand how it works when I brief you. She says, I can greet you in master, uh, brackets mentor, but I think your way is too extreme. He says, noted on that, do let me know your other thoughts as well. This will ensure a better understanding. And then she just uh, totally changes the subject. Sorry for late reply, just finished class, so we're going to have a meeting at 8pm. He says, yes, please do share the link. I wish I could join that meeting. <laughs> just to watch. So the next caption is, 100% obedient to me, is probably what he said. And if, you, if today I want you to suck my cock, wow! But you need to have evidence first. What evidence? Okay. That was just very depressing. Uh, I'm a bit sad that she had to go through that. But uh, yeah, I hope I, I roasted him uh, good enough for your entertainment, you beautiful fucks. The la Do I have time for one more? Yeah, I've got plenty of time. Listener question on... Okay, so I have this listener who went to... Uh, the marriage uh, introduction thing. I don't know if you fucks are aware of this, but in Malaysia, I think before you get married, you have to take like a marriage course. And I'm not sure if non-Muslims have to do this, but Muslims have to do this too. Uh, which fascinates the fuck out of me. Hold on. Super freaking interesting. But uh, you would expect that, okay, if you're going to do that, then maybe we're going to get like a lot of value from this, right? And maybe some good advice. But my, one of my listeners uh, detailed her experience with the Cursus Kawin, the marriage course, and I want to share it with you. Hi, Harith. I have uh, something to share with you. I had my Cursus Kawin today from 8 to 5. Not getting married. I just am too free. I signed up for fun. Although it wasn't fun at all. This is so random texting you on Instagram, but I think Jaim, Jais, whatever you call them. Hold on. Jaim, Jais, whatever you call them are fucking ridiculous. I paid 20, 120 ringgit for nothing, caps lock. The syllabus are good, the slides are informative, but the content of the class, how Ustads deliver it were shit. My brain malfunctioned today, I swear. So she sent me a list of the programs and the names of the Ustads. Excuse me. Uh. As you can see, these aren't professionals. They look like some old JKKK Kampong Pisang or something. <laughs> What's Kampong? Why? What's wrong with uh, Kampong Bananas, man? Mm. Your privilege is showing here. No, I'm kidding. I think we need lawyers, Sharia lawyers to cover on the Cherai, Faskah, Nushu's part. Get us a goddamn financial advisor, a sex therapist, Kaapo. You know, I mean by professionals. Sex, Muslim sex therapist, is that a thing? Because <laughs> if it is, that might be something I might want to sign up for. I'll even go to medical school for it, but I don't care. Psychologists, family doctors, I don't mind paying more for Kusus Kawin if I can gain knowledge from this. There were 215 participants and all of them asked stupid questions. 
Exhibit A. Okay, there are a bunch of uh, pictures here. Oh, but she asked them a question. The, the, it's a screenshot of the the chat. Salam Ustaz, saya nak soal, saya ada soalan berkaitan interracial marriage. Sekiranya pasangan saya seorang non-Muslim, adakah wajib bagi seorang lelaki non-Muslim menjalani circumcision procedure berkaitan uh, dalam pandangan Islam? Terima kasih. She's asking if uh, I'm with a non-Muslim, is it compulsory for the non-Muslim to do circumcision uh, in the viewpoint of Islam uh, when they get married. Thank you. What a fantastic question. And uh, the Ustaz just totally ignored her. Just going to take a sidetrack uh, for this. I looked this up and uh, the consensus is circumcision is uh, optional. It's good to do, but it's not 100% compulsory. So even if your, uh, your partner converts, he doesn't necessarily have to uh, do that. Hold on, guys. There's a bunch of questions here. I want to look for a dumb one. Okay, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Macam mana cara memekul isteri yang dibenarkan oleh syarak selepas nasihat dan pisah tempat tinggal tak makan juga? This guy asks, What other ways that are permissible to whack your wife? <laughs> are these the kind of things you look for? In <laughs> First of all, that's horrible. And in the screenshot, I can see my listener's face just looking really concerned. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I wonder what the answer to that was. Uh. <laughs> Okay, guys, please be patient with me. I want to look for... I saw some really dumb questions that I want to uh, share with you. Installing, installing lesbians who like to scissor. Oh, man, there was one comment here. It says, probably the course would be better if we stop asking irrelevant questions and talking nonsense. <laughs> I think they're talking about my listener who was asking questions. Let me show you some questions she was asking. Salam doktor, saya nak tanya, adakah terma marital rape berlaku dalam perkahwinan Islam? <laughs> my listener here was asking, hi doctor, is there this term marital rape uh, in, uh, in Islamic marriage? <laughs> She's asking if she's basically uh, baiting the the ustad to acknowledge that whether that Islam doesn't uh, uh, it doesn't uh, acknowledge that marital rape exists. Man, my listener is so freaking naughty. Here's uh, my position on that. I'm not an ustad or anything, so take my opinion with a pinch of salt. But it seems that the consensus is that a man cannot rape his wife uh, in the religion. You, it's not called rape per se. But uh, and this is not me speaking from God, but I guess uh, it would be sinful if you force yourself on your wife, right? To cause her suffering like that. That, w- that just sounds terrible. So I guess her asking these kind of questions just pissed off some of the, <laughs> some of the attendees. Uh, have I just lost all the dumb questions, man? Installing, mm. installing clitoris. I like a nice clitoris. I really do because clitorises taste good. They really do. Lelaki beli beras perempuan duduk rumah diam-diam masak. Jangan bising. Nanti suami tak beli beras baru tahu lapar. 
What the fuck? Yeah, you see, the rape culture and toxic masculinity are things I believe in now because I see things like this. Um, they translate, the men buy rice, the women sit at home quietly and cook. Don't make noise because if not, the husband won't buy rice, then you'll know you're hungry. <laughs> it's because of threats like this. I think women should get jobs so they can buy their own fucking rice, to be honest, man. Okay, guys, that's all the time I have for today's episode. I still have a backlog. Uh, apologies. Uh, maybe I'll have time tomorrow, you beautiful fucks. Thank you for hanging out. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.